Hey, everybody out there. Welcome back to Papa Don't Preach. I'm here with my main man, Bennett Miller. How you doing, Bennett? Not too bad today. How are things in your world? Uh, I'm good. A little schwitzy in here. It uh, It's very hot. Like it, It's so hot that like it's like making the news nationally. Like You never <laughs> know it's good whenever you turn on national news. And it's like, California is going <laughs> to... Burst into flames. Yeah, that's. I always I judge the weather the same way. They're like, Mar-a-Lago got raided. It's hot in LA. I'm like, oh fuck, oh, no, oh, I'm not going outside. <laughs> like, oh shit, we're after Trump news. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> uh, uh, before we started, uh, Bennett was actually venting to me a little bit about <laughs> what makes him feel the most white. Well, you were you were singing like. Uh, like flavor, you know, yeah, a little flavor for you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the next line is like flavor in your ear and like even <laughs> saying it right now, it hurts. Like I never feel more like terribly white than trying to recite or say rap lyrics. Uh, <laughs> like it's like literally like you could say like, Hey Siri, what are the lyrics to, to whatever? And that's, that'd be the equivalent of me saying rap, rap lyrics. <laughs> like no soul, no intonation. Well, <laughs> I have that say, I, I, I used to rip on my cousins when they used to rap. Mm-hmm. I could go to Nigeria, some song that came out, and they start rapping. I'm like, man, you guys sound like the white kids from my school. <laughs> and I figured out it's just like the enunciation. Like, there's a like certain cadence when it comes to hip-hop. So when they're like, I'm a sucker for corn rolls and manicure toes, Philly Capri pants. And I'm just like, no, 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 stop. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, birthday right. was a worth day. Now we drink champagne when I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not work. doesn't work. <laughs> oh, man. I, it's... It's one of those things that will always crack me up. I love like, well, like hip hop has now grown like so universal. Like it's, it's for everybody now. Yeah, yeah. It, it's for I mean, everybody. It's in country music. It's a, it's unavoidable. Uh, well, see, country music is it for everybody? <laughs> country music is not for everybody. Uh, <laughs> That's one of the things that gets under my skin. It's like it's like hearing a hip hop beat in a country song. It's like motherfuckers. Like that, you know, that's not you would not be cool if it wasn't uh, big and rich singing over that shit. Oh yeah. I uh, I remember I got a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt and she was killing me in that mini skirt and I was like I can't relate to that. <laughs> I don't feel that. <laughs> Not at all. I I got and that's the thing too is like I go to a hip hop show now and I'm like like me and my buddy me and my buddy uh Ron went to go see T-Pain mm-hmm. at, at the, the the Novo and we were excited we're like oh shit this was recently it was this year we're like oh shit T-Pain in the house like <laughs> you know we grew up with bartender and all that shit we're like yeah, okay yeah. we, we got to go see T-Pain we got in there and I was like I feel out of place because it was just like 30 year old white women and 19 year old black chicks <laughs> and i was like i don't feel like i belong here and then i remember when i went to arrowhead uh we were there was like always something going on in the plaza up in arrowhead and we we're like okay what's what's gonna go there and they're like oh they're having a concert and i was like oh it's a garth book a garth brooks cover band Ooh, and i was yeah. like how bad could it be and boy was i wrong <laughs> i was just like Huh. There are a lot of Confederate flags here. <laughs> this is for the cover band. <laughs> like it's not like Garth Brooks is there. This is a Garth Brooks cover band. And there yeah. was like uh they covered a Jimi Hendrix song. Uh, they covered a Bob Dylan song. I mean Jimi Hendrix is one of the good ones. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what the, uh, that statement will forever be in my heart as funny more than it is racist. It, uh, I mean, yeah, coming from where I'm from, it's, I've only heard it in a racist capacity. Yeah, no, he's one of the good ones. And I'm like, oh, uh, Jesus. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
But it's funny because I say, I say that about white people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, she's one. Because, like, it's funny, like, most black people, when they're, like, they get a new white friend or they invite somebody to the cookout or the barbecue, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, this is Marvin. Uh, like, you know, he's chill. He's one of the good ones. You know, like, it's like, not a big deal. <laughs> during the pandemic, like, like you know, obviously, like, it was the pandemic and fucking the, there was riots in the streets. So, like, you just, like, me and Nat will walk around, say hi to everyone. And one of her neighbors one day, she stopped me. She's like, you're, you're so nice. Like, you always say hi to everybody. Like, you're not like one of the, you know, you're like, you're one of the good ones. I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't take it as like, oh, what a racist bitch. No. You're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I, like, I, I appreciate that. I know what you're saying. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's like, oh, nice. But yeah, if you call a black guy one of the good ones, you're just like, whoa. <laughs> as whoa. opposed to what? Oh, whoa. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy how... Different races, different cultures, genders, there's certain things you can say that if it were in the opposite, it wouldn't be chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was oh, driving to work. I was listening to one of the drag podcasts with Shannon, <laughs> and like I dread it. I'm like, Ugh, this, uh, this doesn't appeal to me. But, you know, these guys are talking. Uh, they're like basically rating dick pictures. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, like. The fact that it was dicks didn't bother me. The only thing I was thinking about, I was like, yo, what if some dude was on here talking about chicks this way? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, love her tits. I'm going to stick that one in my mouth and suck it. And I'm just like, I would be sitting there like, I'm not going to listen to this. I don't listen, yeah, I don't yeah, listen but, to dudes talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to listen to dudes putting anything in their mouth unless it's flaming Hot Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Check out our last pod. Anyway. I, a hell of a plug. Yeah. <laughs> General Mills, sponsor us. Uh, uh, But yeah, there's, I always think about like the different contexts and like that just sparked something to me. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, calling a white guy one of the good ones is something I do routinely. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, thank you. I am one of the good ones. I'll take it. Thank you. But yeah, reverse. It's like, oh no, no, no. Yeah. It's an instant trip to HR. Yeah. Instant trip to HR. Oh man. I meant accountant. He's one of the good accountants. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean accountant? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and it's always Cheryl from accounting. I feel bad for any girl, any woman named Cheryl oh, that's yeah. in accounting. It fucking sucks. Like that's <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. It's the worst thing ever. Like our society is moving into crazy town. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you break down everything that's happening, you know, like if you're named Karen, you're the worst. Yeah. Like imagine waking up one morning and <laughs> Your name is a slur to white women. <laughs> it it it. Uh, I think that'd be a funny plot to see, like a Karen that woke up and now she's just like now she's a Karen. Like, but I'm not a Karen. Like, oh, you're a Karen. That would be a great movie. There is a Karen movie though. Oh. with um, I forgot her is name. It a horror movie? Is it a? Yeah, it's like a horror film. Yeah. It's like this black family moves into this woman who's like always putting on a nice face, and mm-hmm. like her brother's a cop, and. You know, she's always saying, like, you know, she walks into their house when they invited her home for dinner. It's like, oh, look at you slaving away at the kitchen. And, like, the like I saw the trailer and, woof, yeah, it's rough. I'm like, <laughs> you guys, when I see movies like that, it's like they wrote a script. Other adults came around to fix the script. Other mm. adults came around to read the script. Other adults came around to give money to the script. <laughs> a bunch of other adults came around to... Film that script, and then another some other adults saw this whole thing that like got the, pulled together. The, process, yeah. the whole process, and like, all right, cut and print. Yeah, and we're good. <laughs> we uh, we just had like because we both work in like TV and stuff, so we have mandatory HR cl- uh, meetings all the time. And they always have like 
Uh, There's one part. It's like, hey, where's one instance where you can be racist? Yeah. And it's like, well, if you're an, if you're like an actor in a role and you have to say some racist shit, like that's the only approval. But they always they always chew her that in. It's like, well, guess what? If you're an actor, you can say some bad stuff. Yeah, that's it's, it's all part of the job. It, it's so crazy how they separate the bits. Yeah. And um, we have they have two HR people over at our company, and like one is like, you know, the standard like, I guess like. Clean cut white dude, probably mm-hmm. gay. I don't know. He's very funny, mm-hmm. uh, but like I always love having this guy because he just goes right into it. He's like, "Yeah, you know, you can't pull your dick and balls out. You know, you can't say certain things." And like <laughs> he starts going in, like he's like, "You have to understand the climate we're living in. I shouldn't be saying this, but we're all adults, so let's talk about <laughs> it." And this other woman, she gets up there and she's just so proper. And she makes sure she's speaking clearly. And she's like, "You know, there's some jokes that are saying like, you know, there's some jokes said about." You know, um, you know, African Americans. I'm like, you can say black. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's worse when you say it like that. Well, yeah, like I know how African American was the proper term, but by like referring to somebody as African American takes away from their American. Like everybody on this block is black. They're mm-hmm. not. They're black Americans. That's who they are. They're just Americans. Yeah. You know, but when you call them African Americans, you're drawing a line to where they should be. When <laughs> this motherfucker's Grand, like Aloria, who like I'm renting this house from, mm-hmm. her grand her grandparents bought this house when like they were like 20. They were yeah. the first black uh, family to live on this block, you know. And she, she's 20 years older than I am. Like she's got kids of her own. Mm-hmm. Her grandparents had this house, gave it to her parents. Her parents raised her in this house. She raised her kids in this house and finally moved. So it's just like. She ain't African. <laughs> She's like very far removed from African. Yeah. I th- like as my, you know, stupid white understanding of it, it's like in the 70s when like racial identity was becoming a prevalent thing. It, that's a, what a lot of like, you know, lost uh, youth with no identity. It was like, well, at least this is something I got. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, it went from niggers to Negroes to coloreds, you know, then it went to the uh uh, what was it? Afro Americans, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Afro Americans, and then you know shines, <laughs> and then in New York, <laughs> eggplants. They were doing all types of shit. You know, they like, it was a spooks. You know, they they were like, yeah. Like, if we do in other words, just, I, I, we can do black people, and yeah, I can, I'll, I'll I'll beat you. <laughs> I I it just bleeps, and then you saying words. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to put our uh, fucking editing crew to work. <laughs> How about white people? I'm not saying crack. Yeah, so it's like, all right, man, I'll go first. And I want you to say five five of them in a row. Just like, beep. Yeah. No, it's like, no, you go first. <laughs> you go. Go ahead. My friend. <laughs> Greatest prank ever pulled. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that we were talking about it earlier. Dude, this Mar-a-Lago story is getting absolutely nuts it's getting nuts it is like this dude is a constant form of entertainment he like 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 the phrase like living rent free in your head yeah like during the election and now i mean honestly because he never leaves like he, there there is a mar-a-lago in my brain yeah. this fucking <laughs> asshole. and it's like he he won't leave like he won't this i mean this is callous or whatever but if he would die i'm fine with that too just so he'd yeah. get out of my fucking head dude i i I never wish that anybody would die, but I'm just at this point. I'm kind of like, let's just wait till he dies. Like it's not a big deal. Like he's gonna keep 
saying all types of shit. Like he's not an American hero. He hasn't done anything where that's notable. Like what? Trump vodka? Trump steaks? What? Like what does he have? Trump the board game was really fun. Oh my god. <laughs> Guess who Trump? <laughs> <laughs> it like it's you know, I was just saying it before, it's like the emperor has had no clothes for so long. And it's like <laughs> more and more people will be like, oh, wow, look, you can see his dick. Like, yeah. it just seems like it's finally people are falling <laughs> off the bandwagon. But it like he had empty classified files in his house next to his Time magazine. We were talking about that earlier. That doesn't make any sense to me. That has to be propaganda. Like, I know I'm perpetuating this I don't bullshit. think they make extras. I don't <laughs> think they make extra uh, like top secret documents. I think he took the documents out. And then kept him for a fucking souvenir because that's the kind of asshole he is. That's what I was saying to you, man. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, if I got a porno that I know I wasn't supposed to have at my mom's house, mm -hmm. I take off the label. I'm not sticking it on the wall. And that blank tape is going on a Rugrats fucking VHS <laughs> sleeve. Like, there's no way I'm going to get caught. That rat, that wrapper, the case, is getting thrown at the dumpster at the Rouse down the street. Mm -hmm. I'm wiping my fingerprints off of it. Like, the fact that... I guess, like, you could think about just how arrogant this motherfucker is. Like, yeah. I took these documents. They ain't going to get me. <laughs> I mean, like, they're, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm the president. These are my documents. Like, literally in the picture, it's like his Time magazine the cover, like, next to classified documents that are blacked out because they couldn't see him. Like, the FBI had to ask for approval to look at certain documents. I, I honestly think he was going to try and take the sleeves for the classified document, sign them, and sell them to people on on, uh, All right, so you didn't I, see this. You no. didn't like. I read an article this morning. There's a like in Trump Tower in his bar in like the 46 bar. There's a classified envelope there. Like today, like someone went there and saw it. Like one of those empty classified envelopes he brought to his bar in fucking Trump Tower, so he could show off like in his presidential bullshit jerk off corner. Oh my god! Like that's that's <laughs> who he is. Like that's you. Like yeah, you guessed it. Like yep, ding 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, he wanted to show off. Dude, I sometimes, and this is going to be fucked up, sometimes I, I know he's genuinely funny. He's an of idiot, course. and he's generally he funny. He said some hilarious, like, like you know, like he's got some real good burns. Like, yeah. he's like he said some funny shit. <laughs> but ultimately, like, I'd rather be entertained by anything else. Like, Oh, yeah. I'd rather see somebody, like, literally slowly push a flaming piece of shit off a chair. Yeah, like that monkey that drinks his own pee. Yeah, like that's that, funny. From back in the day, I'd watch that on a loop over yeah. Donald Trump news any day. Yeah, so, but, yeah, man, he's been, like, a great source of comedy. Like, some of the shit he says is really, really funny. I remember, like, one of my favorite DJT clips is him explaining how he aced that test. Ugh. He's just, man, woman, TV. Like, it's like, yeah, he nailed like, his, was, competent, like, his competency yeah, test. Yeah, it was like <laughs> the, like the fact that like that was something he constantly bragged about. Like I aced that test. They were telling me how smart I was. I was the smartest person they've ever seen. And like any normal human being that's been alive would be like, yo, bro, we know that's not true. Stop. Yeah, it's like acing your driving exam. It's like <laughs> acing your, I don't know, fucking personality quiz. It's like, like the same equivalent. I took a rock, I threw it, I hit the floor, and best throw ever. Great. All the cool. all the rock surveyors saw it and were like, "This was the best rock they've ever seen thrown." Yeah, <laughs> farthest they've ever seen to throw this rock. Motherfucker. Oh man, everyone can throw a rock. Everybody can throw a goddamn rock. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Hey, yeah. But uh, sadly, uh, we Mississippi is going through some shit right now, and. Uh, that whole region, that's your own stop, your old, old stopping grounds. Yeah, like speaking of being fucked over by the government. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, Mississippi, uh, is it like it's Jackson specifically, like the capital is in a horrible fucking water crisis right now. I can't imagine that the entire state of Mississippi doesn't have water, like drinkable, usable water. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Jackson, like specifically, which is the ca- which is the capital. I, to me, that's all of Mississippi. Uh, there's there's there other places in Mississippi. There's yeah. Biloxi. What the fuck is a Biloxi? Biloxi has casinos. Oh, so does Chumash. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit ain't on a map. <laughs> I, uh, in college, I did a run of Beauty and the Beast there, working crew at the oh, Grand really? Casino in Biloxi in get, December. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so. I wonder. Uh, well, I, uh, yeah, like during that, yeah, I've been to Biloxi, lived in the casino for two weeks, ate, I, ate casino food with the other casino uh, uh, dealers and stuff. Yeah. They're not Indian casinos. They're regular casinos, right? No, I think they're all, I think, on, yeah, normal folks. No, oh, normal folk casino. God damn it. God. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Your, your cut white that, showing. That. Your white showing. Uh, <laughs> an imperialist bastard over here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, talk about a sneak attack! <laughs> no, no, yeah. they weren't on stolen land. They're, uh, they're, they're legitimate casinos. Oh man, that's so funny. I literally like put an, an Oreo in a basket and pulled the string right up from Monday. I was just like, "Got him, got you, bitch." Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's hot in here. <laughs> Woo! Oh, I, I do declare, <laughs> Mister Bennett. Here. I do <laughs> declare. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, that's one of the things that, because we're from two different uh, regions and cultures. There's, this has made me think what's going on in Mississippi about like how prepared I am for a natural disaster. Like you actually went through a natural disaster. Yeah. And um, I want to take a quick break. I want to come back. I want to talk about like, are we prepared? Like, are we doing everything we need to be prepared? Especially now that it's not just us. We can't just go road warrior out the window. Like we have families to take care of, mm-hmm. to make sure we can get the hell out of Dodge when, you know, we get a Dante's Peak in downtown L.A. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Papa Don't Preach. Hey, and welcome back to Papa Don't Preach. We are still continuing our show here. And to start off this segment, from the immortal words of Sugar Free, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. That's what we're talking about right now. Being prepared, staying ready. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. And with the growing climate crisis we are facing in our generation, L.A. could be underwater tomorrow. We don't know that. There could be a giant earthquake. We don't know that. Godzilla can show up. We don't know that. Yeah, Nat, uh, Natalie, my wife, always references the documentary movie uh, San Andreas <laughs> as like a real source of Oh, uh, uh, Was that threat. with that? Uh, that was that theater it was actor. Dwayne, I think it was Dwayne. Dwayne, his name? yeah, yeah, Dwayne. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne the Pebble Johnson. <laughs> yes. He's classically trained. Yes, classically trained actor Dwayne the Pebble Johnson. I, you know, living in this country, being all over this country, it's pretty clear that God hates everyone everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's natural disasters every single part of the, every corner of this country. You're going to get Pakistan. flooded on. You're going to get tornadoed. You're going to get, you know, 
hurricaned. You're going to get fired. You're going to get earthquaked. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get sunburnt. You're going to get drowned. <laughs> Skin cancer. Like, it's going to happen to you. So, yeah, like, like talking about Mississippi, like the water crisis there, like, it's it's unbelievable, but it's also completely believable. Like, the government... I am, um, I'm from New Orleans. Like I was in Katrina, not in Katrina, but like it affected me. I was living in New Orleans when it happened. I evacuated to my mom's house, lost everything. Uh, and that was like the real nail in my coffin of like trusting the government. Not like, not like building my own militia, but like, oh no, these fuckers don't care about me. Like yeah. that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, like I, like I don't like the government. There are things that I do follow. Like, you know, I stop at red lights. I <laughs> yeah. register my car. Mm -hmm. You know, there's things, there's parts of the government. I went to school and I think that kids should be in school. Like, I support that shit. Like, local government. There's parts of government I appreciate. But I also think that, you know, as uh, Dr. Phil says, there's two sides of a fucking pancake. Don't matter how thin you make it. And on it, when you flip all the good shit that the government does do and provide that we follow, we fund, there's just so much backdoor dealing and, like, fucked up shit that they do. And I guess kind of feel like we're going to be left on our own. And yeah. I mean, it, neglect is the name of the game. Like, yes, hundred percent. Like, I live like where we live. Like it's like we're crazy. living it. Like we live in like, you know, California is like, you know, this communist liberal paradise, but also like our power grids at the max level too. Like it's nuts. the same year. Like we were like at 1.100% renewable energy, but also like it could, <laughs> it could fucking go away at any second. Yeah. Now I was here uh, when I was in high school, we had rolling blackouts because of a heat wave mm -hmm. and our power grid not being able to sustain it. I've, I remember being on the basketball court and the whole entire, like all of Santa Clara lost power. Yeah. Like for eight hours. Mm -hmm. Like it was nuts. Like we got, we walked outside, we walked out to the bus. They're like, we can't leave. Like the bus driver's like, I'm not going to drive onto the freeway. We don't know when the lights are coming back on. So we just all huddled next to candles and lights. Oh yeah. In the middle of the sticks. Gross. <laughs> Central California. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I, so like when, uh, when you were younger, did you have like a go bag, like a we, get, get the fuck out of Dodge bag? Oh, cause like in Louisiana, like her, the, the only benefit of hurricanes is like, you see them coming. They don't sneak up on you like an earthquake. Oof. Uh, so you see them coming like <laughs> days in advance. So like, you know, that's where like the term, like a hurricane party. Have you ever heard that? Um, no, it sounds like very Southern. It's super <laughs> fucking Southern. Uh, <laughs> like it's like a hurricane party, like back in the day, like before Katrina and every, after Katrina, everything changed. Like you guys playing Garth Brooks over there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got friends in low places. <laughs> Colin Baton Rouge. That's why I don't mind quoting, quoting Garth Brooks. I don't I, uh, feel very white doing that. Uh, so yeah, like a hurricane party, it's like you'd get a, you know, the the bottled water before you know the booze would 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 run out of the store shelves first before the water like that's and then like people would uh, you'd tuck you know tuck in get your food get your preserves and just hang out and party and ride out the storm that's what a hurricane party is yeah that's it you just hang out with your friends or like you know like the day after the storm when everything shut down you go and hang out and like you know like go like oh you heard about this oh you see about this shit like oh it's kind of like a pandemic party a little bit yeah. yeah I mean it was like you know. It was a, a fun because like hurricanes, they come with very strong winds. There's going to be, you know, tree damage. There might be power outage. There's, mm. You know, might be flooding. But like until Katrina, there really wasn't like there's was a handful. Like Andrew was the one that really like fucked us over. Like we didn't have power for two weeks. And oh, that was like in the mid 90s. The 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early 90s. Early 90s. Early 90s. But yeah, like for a hurricane, like we would, we'd, you know, we'd always ride it out. Like we'd mom would be like, OK, we fill, fill the bathtubs full of water because that's like in case the pipes blow, we'd have like a bathtub full of clean water. Yep. We'd put all our mattresses and pillow in the hallway in case, you know, a, a tornado would pop out of nowhere and 
lot rip of shit off up. the side yeah. of the house. You're just like, <laughs> they got rid the hallway. Like, I remember sleeping in the hallway, you know, and then like whenever it was late at night, like the, you know, you'd hear the eye of the hurricane come over and like the eye of the hurricanes, whatever, it's like completely still. So it's been hours of torrential rain pour and wind and just chaos. And then it's just silence. And it's, it's fucking wild and eerie. I have been in the eye of a, a, a insane storm when I was in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, we, nah, yeah, I was in Dallas and we were working on a show there and we were this, you know, people in LA laugh at tornadoes. Like we do not have respect for tornadoes here. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, death from above. Cool. Try the world opening up and swallowing you from underneath. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck you, Montana. We got real problems. Like, we <laughs> we don't respect tornadoes out here. Like, I am scared of them, but mm-hmm. I don't. I'm like, eh, it's something you see in movies. Like a yeah, cow, that's like a, a cow flying through a window. It's <laughs> fucking Dorothy problem. Yeah, yeah that's that, I don't fuck with that. Mm-mm. But um, you know, they said that we had the sirens went off. There was a tornado warning. We're out to dinner. We're like across the street from our hotel, so we're like, that's eh, not a big deal. Like, there's a bunch of buildings here. Like, a tornado is not going to rip through here. And kill us all and you know as we're sitting there ripping on tornadoes all the windows they, they had like those uh those like big glass doors that like slide open like fold open i mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even know what they're called like infinity doors or whatever the fuck they're called they just got blasted off the hinges mm-hmm. like w- tables and chairs are flying through the restaurant like i did not know what was happening i was yeah. like somebody lit off a bomb i'm like in my head, I was, like, trying to go hide. Like, our whole crew was like, oh, my shit. Like, we were running. And then we figured out we need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. And the next day, like, uh, not, well, not the next day, but as that happened, we start running towards our hotel. And it's it sounds like God is slapping the city on the side. Like, there's thunder. Cla- it's all this noise. And then, poof, everything stops. And at the time, I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is cool. <laughs> this is kind of like end of days weather. That's crazy. I don't, hey, what's that? And I just see like this, and it's like this wall of water just came out of nowhere and started hitting us. And we like went into the lobby of the hotel. We're like, what the fuck was that? And like, oh, you guys hit the eye of the storm, huh? Yeah. I was like, okay, easy, Bob. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the South. <laughs> like I, what, I, I don't know if I mentioned on this show, but like one of my like distinct childhood memories is like at, me on my bike, like a couple streets away from my house. And like a summer storm started, and I could see it like coming at me, like the rain, like raining at me, and like getting closer. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" It's like, "What is this?" Like, this is not how rain works. <laughs> it's chasing me. <laughs> yeah, the South weather gets real fucking weird. Yeah, I'm not not a fan. So we like so we always had like some canned goods and stuff, but like leave hurricanes. Like I said, like you have days prepare, so you go run to the store, you start, you clear out the store shelves of booze and canned goods, and then you just hunker down for a couple of days. But you know. Here, where earthquakes would pop off in the middle of the night and scare the shit out of you. It was like a big 90s thing. Like, I don't even know anybody who has earthquake kits anymore. Oh, I, we do. Like, I, I, I do now. Yeah. Like, I, like, like, I have my like, little go bag in the closet. I have my little water filtration straw. I've got my water <laughs> purification pills. I got my binoculars, <laughs> my fucking knife, my mask, my big-ass first aid kit, yeah. my rations pack. It's all, like, in a first aid bag in the back of the closet, which I now realize during an earthquake, that's probably the first thing that's going to collapse, so I should find a better place for it. You should. You should be in the, fir- the front closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where our earthquake kit is. No, because Nat's, you know, Nat's from Texas. Uh, I'm from Louisiana. So, yeah, earthquakes scare the fuck out of us. Like, yeah. <laughs> to be doing nothing and then the earth is moving is a horrifying feeling. Yeah, it's... It's you never get used to it either. No, 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 no. Because I literally had worked through the day. There was some uh, PA from Texas, like, "Oh, I can't wait to feel one." And everyone was like, "Nope, no, you don't." 
And then inevitably brings up the stories of the North. Yeah, like you were here for the Northridge North Ridge quake, which it's, is like everyone's got a story. It's pronounced about Northridge. Northridge. North <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Northridge. Northridge. Yeah, for North the Northridge North earthquake. Yeah, no, North Northridge. It's not a hard R. All right. <laughs> um, now, yeah, I was definitely here. I lived. Uh, I lived South LA, Inglewood, like Ladera Heights area, mm. and uh, we felt it. Felt yeah. it. When, like we're like, oh shit, that was. That was a big one. Is it like collapsed part of the highway? Like people like Northwood, North. I can't even. Northwood. North Raj. North Raj was completely cut off, like powerless, like fucked for like weeks. Right. Yeah, it was really bad, and like we didn't realize how bad it was until we turned on the TV in the morning. Like it was bad in our house, but we've had like aftershocks before, and so we had like earthquake. The, uh, the earthquake hooks. I'm not sure if any of my 90s babies remember the earthquake hooks. If no, uh, what's this? Tell me about this. So earthquake hooks are something that you installed in your. Uh, pantries in your in the kitchen and you could like they don't open basically so everything oh. stays in there and then we, that's like a child proofing similar like a, thing? it's like yeah, a yeah. child proofing thing but those same hooks would go into the wall and they'd hang on big pictures or mm-hmm. lamps like things like everybody had earthquake hooks like they were just all over the place you're just like oh shit <laughs> uh you know and i remember like it looked like somebody just moved everything in our house like yeah. We didn't realize it at first, but then I was like, oh, the couch has shifted. Oh, the table, like our glass table, looks like it's about to slide off. Like all the chairs are bunched up in a corner. So it was like we got like shook. Like it was crazy. And it's but like you're like what? Like we're 10 miles away? More? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're like we're like 17 miles yeah, yeah, away yeah. from Northridge. Mm-hmm. Like I remember it's 26 miles to get from like Calabasas to <laughs> Crenshaw and so like yeah we were like 17 miles away from the yeah, and still like still it was it was crazy it was it was absolutely crazy like so I, I'm wondering we talked earlier about in our other pod about like teaching our kids to garden mm-hmm. and being self-reliant and all this shit like should they be learning survival skills like should that be something in the back of our mind that we're gonna teach our ch- kids like yo shit hits the fan this is how you kill a motherfucker this is how you plant some tomatoes like <laughs> It's just like you slip from left to right yeah, across just, the neck. We're, we're preparing for the road, the Walking Dead, scenario, the Max Mad Max scenario. Right yeah, off man. The bat. Witness me, <laughs> like Road Warrior type shit. Yeah, this is how you siphon gas. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I always thought, like you know, I'm gonna have to deal with an apocalypse at some point, and then like I'd run up on a car that has gas, nobody's around. I'm like, fuck. I really wish I knew how to hotwire a car, and then I realized, yeah. Any car after like 2002, you can't hotwire. It cannot be done. <laughs> can't like just pop open the bottom. Pss, 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 pss. I have to like, like fucking bank on running in and seeing like a 1990 CRV yeah, and gotta, be like, you gotta oh. pat down some corpses if you want to find a car. Oh. Okay. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna fuck with the BMW right now. Gas mileage is terrible. Ooh, a Prius. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, dead bodies are fun. I mean, yeah, comedic purposes. Yes. Like, I think. I mean, we like camping. Like, we like going outdoor stuff. Like, you know, I think that that's there's certain things like building a fire and how to cook and mm-hmm. like things we're gonna built in whatever. But I'm not sure how survivalistic we're gonna get about our doomsday prepping yet. Yeah, cause I, one thing I. I'm looking at what's happening in Pakistan right now. For those of you who are living under a rock, Pakistan is having like the worst flood of its existence, uh, probably in the region. Uh, the news has been very vague. They're like 33, uh, 33 million people affected. And I was like, oh. Because I was like, 
the first one, I was like, 33 million people are homeless. Mm-hmm. And they're saying 33 million people are affected. Now it's 29 million people may have been displaced. But if you look at the videos, I don't know what you're doing. You can go ahead and pause, pause this podcast and look up Pakistan flood 2022. It is insane. It it's, looks like end of day shit. Is insane. And I've like seen, imagine some rescue videos, and it's imagine if your house just got washed away, and like you actually went through a hurricane, like lost mm-hmm. all your shit. But at least you had some place to go. Yeah. And so like I'm thinking like, I for me, my family's in fucking Africa. <laughs> <laughs> if something hits L.A. and it sucks because our whole entire family, we all live in the same city. Yeah. So if something happens here, we're all like. All right, let's get the boat. <laughs> like we got, we got a three month trek. <laughs> like we got, we got a, we got a, a really hefty boat ride because I know KLM and NWA and flying to LAX is not going to be useful. Useful. And Burbank no. does not fly <laughs> to, to Amsterdam. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, I'm just I, I always kind of wonder like what what, what am I going to do? And you know, canned foods, all this type of stuff that we have. Only place I can keep it is in my garage, and power shuts down. I ain't getting in here. <laughs> There's no way for me to get in this garage. You have to have an axe, just yeah. like a standby axe, just in case. Ooh, I do have one in my cupboard. There we go. There we go. It's part of my uh, survival kit. <laughs> just going to rip out my door. Is this my door axe or my people axe? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a people axe? <laughs> I mean, you got you to gotta read some blogs, Get the pick the best people axe on the market. Yeah, uh, the best people axe. I imagine going to Big Five and be like, hey, yo, uh, I'm going camping. I need like an axe for like people. Like a people axe. A like, people axe. I need one. I got one for wood. We're good. We're good. It's it's emergency situations. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a people axe. You know, something sleek, almost Hollywood looking that I can like swiftly chop off a hand if I needed to. Not sure you'd make it out of the store. Uh, it depends what state you're in. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, no, this guy's trying to get an axe. They're like, oh, they stop you and everything. But if you go in there and ask for a gun, <laughs> you're walking out of there with a rifle. <laughs> yeah, I got real lippy deer I'm trying to take care of. <laughs> oh, let me help you. <laughs> lippy deer. <laughs> deer that talks some shit. <laughs> Goddamn shit talking deer. Uh, so uh, I would say like. You've been through like one of the worst hurricanes in U.S. history. Yeah. And um, luckily, I think you've had some, we've had some aftershocks now that you've been here. You've experienced a few earthquakes yeah, out here. Yeah, a couple, yeah. A couple out here. So like, if it were up to you mm-hmm. and I was like Mother Nature and I came into your house and I said, hey, Bennett, I am Mother Nature. Nice to meet you. You have a lovely home. Would you rather go through a hurricane or an earthquake? What are you going to go through? That, like, it's interesting because anytime it rains in, in California, like, for a prolonged period of time, you realize that every single roof is fucked in Southern California. Oh, like, yeah. Like, there's, it has, because it doesn't rain here, so it's not maintained here. I'm assuming, like, if you're in Louisiana and an earthquake happens, like, it's all just rubble. Like, yeah. Like, buildings that have been here have withstood, you know, d- you know decades worth of, her, you know, of, uh, of earthquakes. So there's some sort of, like, rootedness to it. Yeah. So I think it'd be very region specific. I wouldn't be calling upon an earthquake and, you know, back home i think we'd all just sink it just just, it just into like, the ground yeah just like <laughs> just like yeah. new orleans is now the city of atlantis <laughs> exactly. just like sink like you know quicksand style into the mud <laughs> oh man we keep quicksand keeps coming up when we talk and i'm very disappointed by it <laughs> very disappointed by it, it is one of the uh 
disappointments of adulthood of how uh, lacking quicksand is like in your everyday needs. I thought I told you, I've said this on this pod before and people can even repeat it as I'm saying it. Say along with me. I was three ways. I thought I was going to die. And I thought I was either going to be in jail, <laughs> a fucking home murder, like a home invasion or quicksand. Like yeah, those yeah. are the three ways I was like, I'm going to either be in jail. Somebody's going to kill me in my house or quicksand invasion. And then when I moved to the Valley, I always thought I was going to be a mountain lion. Like, <laughs> Because, like, we told stories about motherfuckers in the Valley because it, it was always on the news in the 90s. In the 90s, you just be chilling. You watch your stories. You watch The Simpsons. You watch your little uh, Sunday night block. And then the fucking 10 o'clock news comes out. And it's like, giant mountain lion and found right outside Winneka. More tonight. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> There's mountain lions? Like... I remember going to see my friends in the valley that, that lived in like, you know, off DeSoto, like uh, this like Encino area. I had like fr family friends that mm -hmm. lived out there and they were like, in my backyard, there's a church, a railroad, more houses, a basketball court and a rouse. In their backyard was a mountain with just <laughs> hills, brown ass fucking mountains where if you look, it looks like something's moving up there, but it mm -hmm. might be the wind. And you're just like, I didn't fuck around with that shit. So no. yeah. Like, hey, you want to go outside? No. No. We're going to play Nintendo. Nope. I'm not going outside. There's quicksand and mountain lions out there. <laughs> I can see it from this window. I can see it from this window. Uh, I'm not going to fuck around with it. Uh, so I would uh, how much wa like water do you have? Do you, do you not have cases of water? We, uh, we have uh, boxes of water. We've got, like, emergency mm. water that came with our kit. Which, like, I think it's, like, little baggies that, like, last a long time. But it's in a box. Oh, shit. Nice. I keep drinking my emergency water. It's <laughs> like using your emergency money. I yeah, just, yeah. I just money. That's just water. That's it's, not emergency yeah, water. Yeah, I have that problem, too. Like, <laughs> like I have an ice maker now. <laughs> I should have a first aid kit, but now I have an ice maker. Uh, no, so, like, one of the things, too, that we were talking about our power grid being fucked. Have you got hit up for uh, solar panels from the government? Uh, no. I mean, like, we're renting, but I think I'd be so down for solar panels. So, yeah, we did a cost thing. Like, it got, uh, so some guy came to our house and been like, yo, you can qualify for this plan. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how much is it? Oh, it's free. The government pays for it. I'm like, okay, cool. But how much is it? They're like, no, it's like a program. Like, if you qualify, they will supply everything yeah. for you. And I'm like, okay, so how much is it? Like, there's Where no way. The, where's the asterisk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no way. Fucking Uncle Sam's coming to my house and says, hey, you want electric power? Like, tell me how much it is. So we started to go down into it, and there's, like, labor cost and, like, city plans that you have to pay for that you're responsible mm -hmm. for. But they literally have a team that install the, the panels and everything. But they have different contractors that they work with. So basically, after somebody comes to evaluate the house, it's, like, 15 grand for them to reinforce the roof. And then like another like eleven grand to uh, like set your up like your battery station that's like mm -hmm. weatherproof, earthquake proof, everything like. And I was like, okay, but it's not like you're paying fifteen thousand now and then fifteen thousand later. There's like a payment plan that goes yeah, into yeah. it, and you know for like six years, seven years, you're paying off the DWP like hush money. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that whole portion was it was just like don't tell them i'm off the grid but then like after you bank a certain amount of energy you just sell it back to dwp oh wow yeah so like your bill you know your bill is like 30 dollars a month for power and water like that's insane that's insane i want to yeah. get on that yeah, give, me, we, give me that sun power yeah i need that sun like 
every single house in LA should have a solar, a sol- should be solar powered. Yeah. Like, like everybody, like fuck these detached garages and side alleys. Like every single house has a back alley here. Every single one of them should just have a solar battery dropped. Yeah. Like, we get nothing but sun. Like if you look at all the, like Palm Springs has wind turbines because they have just the way the valley is. There's just always going to be wind. Mm-hmm. Now there might be light days, but it's windy as fuck over there. Simi Valley has been thinking about putting in wind turbines because Simi Valley is also windy. I believe Simi, by the way, is like an indigenous term for wind. Like that's the, like, Ooh, that's a fun fact for all you motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Don't at me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's crazy. Like in LA, it's always gonna be sunny as shit. There's like no forest. <laughs> like there's nothing that's gonna be blocking now, my roof. Palm trees uh, offer very little shade. Very little. They look cool. Yeah. I don't know what their oxygen and carbon <laughs> intake and outtake is, but they look cool. No, they damage your car, but that's about it. I got hit by a palm tree. I almost crashed my motorcycle. Those, yeah, they, yeah, they'll fuck you up. They'll, they'll, I was like. I thought like somebody was trying to clothesline me. Like I, I was just like, <laughs> luckily I was slowing down at the red light and this thing just hit me. I was like, Bruh! I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and like everybody around me was like, holy shit! I was like, yeah, I just survived that. <laughs> I LA died. literally tried to kill you. LA's been trying to kill me my whole goddamn life. <laughs> hey, Obi, let's go to the beach. Sorry, poison. Hey, let's drink some water out of the sink. Nah, poison. Well, I'm gonna drive it down the street. Palm tree. Yeah. Uh, so take, three take P's. Deep, poison, poison, breath. palm tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poison. Oh, yeah. Deep breath. <laughs> our fucking smog. Smog. Yeah. Our smog out here. That is, like, I remember visiting here as a kid, and, like, you could see it. Like, it was a, a layer. Yeah. It was such beautiful sunsets because of our smog. <laughs> and for those of you who are not from L.A., the smog here is not a gold dragon that hoards uh, in a troll mountain. Uh, smog is actually a culmination of pollution that hovers around in Los Angeles because of the way geographically is located off of the beach and the wind coming in and the mountains blocking the valley. It just stays here. Yeah. It just sits here. And so I, like when I flew back from the pandemic, when I flew back into LA, I couldn't believe like I flew, I, I flew into LA Every week, twice a week. That was my job. Like, I flew to For San years, Jose, yeah. fly back to L.A. Like, I didn't really want to live in San Jose. For those of you in San Jose, it's whack. The South Bay is not the Bay. <laughs> San Jose sucks. Just want to put out there, go Kings, <laughs> fuck the Sharks. Anyway, I fly back into L.A., and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, I saw the city. Yeah. I saw the city, and, like, the sun beaming off of the, like, when you're coming off the coast, like, just beaming off all these restaurants and everything. I was like, holy shit. Like, I almost cried. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And now, year later, I'm like, oh, shit. It took no time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took no time to get right back to it. But, yeah, smog. Disgusting out here. Mm-hmm. It's fucking disgusting. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I want to see if you had to make your go bag right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to say right now, Bennett, I'm going to put a timer on there. You got one minute. I want you to talk us through this process. No pressure. I'm going to be throwing different curveballs at you. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Got to get out of your house. Start grabbing shit. What are you grabbing? What are you grabbing, Bennett? Is it just me? It's 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 the whole family. You got to oh. wake up, Nat. You got to get the kids. You got to get it back together. You're not going to be able to come back to the house. You don't know when. What are you grabbing? All you really need is identification. That's all you're going to grab. 
like if I have that if it's like if our house is on fire, like the house on fire, we're the, the house is out. the house is on fire. The city's on fire. Your house is fine. You just need to get the <laughs> hell out of here. All right, what are you doing? Living what? living through a disaster where I you lose everything. Um, what you really need is identification, like like that, because that helps you get all your shit back whenever you find what. Obviously, like food for the road or whatever, like. If it's the end of the world, like, I ain't going nowhere. We're staying in our house and letting that shit calm down. But, like, if it's a fire or a natural, that's my real answer. Like, Dude, that was a humbling answer. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, as a man who's lost everything before, all you <laughs> need is your identification. I'm like, okay, shit, yeah, I hope yeah. you shut the fuck up. Because, like, it, honestly, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's it, you know, it is real. Like, it's, like, like yeah. what you really need once, like, you know, the rubber hits the road, like. Is your, ide- <laughs> your identification. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause you, so you get, get help after the dust settles. Like, you know, my brother gave me an interesting answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like what's the first thing you do if everything's getting shut down he's like going out to the 7-Eleven stealing the ATM and I was like <laughs> oh so you're going to riot <laughs> he's like I'm going to be the first one down there I'm just going to pull it out drag it up here and see how much cash is in there I'm going to need it and I'm like holy shit this motherfucker is living in 3033 right now like I'm sitting here talking about getting boxes of water together Bennett's got his ID like yep I got all my identification my brother's like I'm going to jack an ATM I got to fucking figure out what I'm doing. I'm not prepared. Yeah. Well, like, you know, also like our house is still like in, you know, left, you know, hangover from the nineties mode. So we got bars and like good bars on all our windows. Yeah. It's so like if, if shit like really goes down, like unless things are on fire, like we're not going anywhere. Like yeah. I'm going to, we're going to see how the, we're going to see what happens first and then we'll make a move. You know, it's very funny that you mentioned the bars. Cause I was actually thinking about adding more bars. <laughs> Cause like, I have another thing for people who aren't from LA. Um, down South LA, we have bars on our windows because people were prone to rob your house. And we went through one of the worst riots in LA history post the fifties. Mm-hmm. And so like the seventies here, like people were getting murdered, like fucking mad. Yes. So, like, right, so you put bars up on your window. Yeah. You don't want somebody smashing up your window coming up there. You don't want bricks getting thrown through your window. So you mm-hmm. just put bars on your That's window. Like a night stalker and the fucking <laughs> hellside stranglers all around. Zodiac riot. Yeah. Might be popping over it. <laughs> Hopping on that San Jose flight to you know LA. What? I need more bars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad there's like, I'm, I'm not sure if we still fetishize, like serial killers are still out there, but I don't think we fetishize them as much as we did back in the 80s and 90s. Um, like, I, cause like I, I watch these like true crime things sometimes mm-hmm. and like they'll tell me a story of like some dude in Oregon from 2014. I'm like, why haven't I heard about this motherfucker? And I'm glad that I haven't heard about this dude who's like, you know, would leave body parts in shoes in different places. And I'm like, ew, what the fuck? (laughs) But like, we used to fetishize that shit. How many fucking Dahmer movies there are and fucking Buffalo Bill movies there are. I mean, there's certain segment of the population like this guy right here that uh, does enjoy his true crime and murder and, uh, you know, those horrible things. But I also think, I also (laughs) think that like, uh, you get more victim side of the story now, at least in my observation yes you do you do like there's not this grandizing of them as much as like look at these pathetic fucking losers you know yeah i mean there is like there's a level where i forgot the name of that movie there's a level where it goes too far but they made a movie about that woman i think that the mansons killed Mm -hmm. um and you know didn't like oh it's like a horror movie yeah yeah uh, yeah they didn't contact the family yeah, that, they did. It looked really classless. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, "Are you really like reimagining the murder of an actual person?" Like, yeah. fifteen years later, yeah, it's like a, it was <laughs> a twenty years later slasher movie. Yeah, yeah, like, come on, who? 
Again, adults got together, put together a script. <laughs> <laughs> and they knew what they were doing, too. They're oh. like, oh, we're going to, he's going to get a lot of buzz. Oh, fuck yeah, man. I, mm. I definitely want to do like a listicle thing with you and me on that. of just like the worst movie calls. <laughs> like, <laughs> you shouldn't have made this. You Did shouldn't not, have made unnecessary. this. Well, we'll do that next week. We'll mm. definitely do that next week. But so, yeah, on a scale of one to ten, how prepared, ten being like, I'm prepared, I'm fucking Mad Max and ready to go off the grid at any point in time. One being like, I got nothing in the bank, nothing in the fridge. <laughs> like on a scale of one to 10, how prepared do you think you are to bug out? Honestly, like we're like seven, maybe. An Damn. Eight. Cause like, even like, cause the, you know, the hurricane mentality, like when hurricanes come in, you know, a disaster's coming, like my mom would be like, still like if there's hard, any kind of inclement weather in weird weather, weird things happening. She's like, Oh, go get a full tank of gas. So like that's one of that's like one of the hurricane things like if if you know bad weather's coming get that gas tank full in case you got to split yeah <laughs> like that's one of the you know I I think I'm like a five or a six but <laughs> I might be a seven and an eight because of my my sister lives in the back house and she's got like survival shit stacked up everywhere got gas tanks over here she's got mm. like knives rope like she's got like camping shit spelunking gear mm. like she's like just in case something blows up and I got to go live on a cliff I'm like don't know that scenario at all but i'm glad you're prepared uh i'm just gonna walk into the ocean in that scenario yeah. <laughs> like, there's no cliff dwelling for me like oh, all right well i'd rather fall off a cliff than walk into the pacific ocean right now and have my skin fucking melt off my body <laughs> just come back with bones yeah in cartoon yeah not a fan not a fan at all but hey we're gonna take another quick break and we're gonna come back thanks for talking to me about this it's actually really interesting yeah go buy some shit to get prepared fuck yeah this is papa don't preach we'll be right back You guys made it. You should be very, very happy with yourself. Pat yourself on the back. This is the end of our pod. Reached our last segment. So uh, this week we're going to be doing, in other words, again, our favorite segment. Um, I got better over here. So this week, in, in other words, we're going to change the game a little bit. Okay. All right. So we're going to be doing rapid fire. No laughing. Okay. All right. All right. If you laugh, you have to spin the bean boozled table for those of you at home the bean boozled uh, little table is a game of jelly bellies where um you might land on bandit just span uh, just span it spun it oh is it spoon it yeah yeah spoon it spot it that's right spun it i think they're all right all right they're all right <laughs> so he landed on juicy pear flavored mm-hmm. or booger flavored <laughs> so yes uh the bean boozled dial it has a bunch of jelly bellies inside all the same color but each color has two flavors you can either pick up toasted marshmallow or stink bug is this so if we crack like if we if we laugh if we laugh oh boy all so right. there's a chance that we just get through this it's fine we're both adults mm-hmm. uh the in other words that we're doing is breasts mm-hmm. so we're all adults we've all seen breasts before we've said the word breasts before yeah, no big deal. so let's see how many words we can come at Hey, we're breasts. We're grown men. We're grown men. We have children. We have children. We've been around breasts. I, 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 I believe I've always had a breast near me at all times. Wow, really? Well, you know, my yeah, mom breast more about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like uh, tell not, me how. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be rough. 
<laughs> All right, ready? Uh, would uh, you like to go first? I think you go first. All right, so I'll go first. All right, boobs, boobies, dongles, puppies, tatty bow jangles, knockers, mud flaps, tetons, bosoms, twin peaks, hooters, chesticles. Boobsicles. Honkers. Pre-glazed donuts. Lovely jubblies. Grand Tetons. I already said that one. Oh. Baby feeders. Uh, I have to spin. Okay. <laughs> the way you said honkers, I had to take a deep breath. I, I was trying uh, for it. Yeah. I'll, I'll spin. I'll spin. I'll spin. I'll spin. Okay. It might get a good one. Hey, you could. You might get fifty-fifty shot. All right. So I ended up on berry blue or toothpaste. Oh, that's. I mean, it, that's not bad. Like you brush your teeth every day. It's not yeah, terrible. I don't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that All you're right. Not supposed to eat it. Yeah. Here we go. Let's see what I get. Oh my god, this tin smells terrible. <laughs> There's like a mix of smells that I got hit with. All right, here we go. Ah, it's toothpaste. Yeah. Oh, that's some crest. Oh. <laughs> At least you're minty. feeling fresh. Yeah. You're right. It's kind of like a bad mint. Mm -hmm. That one wasn't bad. That one wasn't bad. All right, should we finish up? Do you yeah. think we have enough to finish up? Yeah, let's do one a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, bazungas. Lovely lady lumps. Mosquito bites. My goodies. Weapons of mass distraction. Milk duds. Coconuts. Headlights. Fried eggs. Cuddle nuggets. Dairy farm. Fun bags. Utter butters. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good one. I didn't get it. That's, that's the last one. That's the last one. That's a good one. <laughs> Utter butters. <laughs> All right. Hey, it could be. A, it could be a good one. All right. Let's uh, let's put the, the the dial on. Actually, you know what? Let's just take the dial off. You can go ahead and give it a little spin. All right. Let's give it a spin here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably flat. Um, buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Jesus oh my fuck. god! Right. Oh my god! That's a bad one. All right, it's buttered popcorn. Spots. All right, know this one. All right, here Come we go. Come on, buttered popcorn. You got this. You hey, got buttered this. Buttered popcorn. Buttered popcorn. Oh, you got the right. Oh. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. How did they do that? Uh Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> the look of disgust on your face. Oh, oh. oh God. Oh, my God. That looks. Yeah, I got to finish it. <laughs> it tastes like bad breath. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, that was another segment of In Other Words, and we've reached the end of our podcast. It also tastes like buttered popcorn, too. <laughs> Hey guys, our name is Obi Ikemafuna. I'm here with Bennett Miller. Big shout out goes out to our producing staff, Sh Shannon Taylor, Ben Blaine Pierre, helping us put this show together. Aaron Mostow, Dave 
Uh, DNA does our music. Oh, that's some spicy mint still in my mouth. Uh, this is Papa Don't Preach. Ben, how you feeling? Terrible. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>